Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 57 of There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, or 59. 50, that, yeah. <laughs> it's 59. Yeah. I don't know why I said 57. Well, you said 57 plus 2, only people didn't hear the yeah, plus yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, holding up, time, I was holding up two fingers, yeah. and you can't see it because it's an audio podcast. That's right. Uh, Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at pretense. Uh, which is the first episode of the 2000s. Woo! Oh, we hit a milestone. Yeah, I know. It I was aired it. on January 19th, 2000. It was written by Catherine Powers, directed by David Ray Smith, peoples we know. Um, and we get to see a couple people again that we haven't seen in a while, including Alexis Cruz. Yes. Escara and Garen Sanford as uh, Nareem and uh, Frida as Laya. And a face you may know that okay. I know... As uh, Zipacana, Zipcana, Zippy. Okay. He's going to go Zippy. Um, it's <laughs> Kevin Durant. He was in Lost. He was in Dark Angel. I know him from one of my favorite movies of all time, Mystery Alaska. Okay, like that's our posters. defense lawyer, right? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's the ghoul. <laughs> Basically, I've called him the defense lawyer. Yes, Because yes, I yes. don't know what else to call him. Uh, he was Little John and Russell Crowe, Kate Blanchett's Robin Hood. Okay, he's got that very familiar face, but... Like, I'm, he, I probably do know him from these other yeah. things. He just keeps hitting me. He looks like a cut-rate version of the guy, the lead from Burn Notice. Oh, okay. You know what okay. I mean? So they've got the same face that. structure. They have that very squared-off face. And there's been a lot of Burn Notice in our house lately. <laughs> um, and not not on my account, because as far as I'm concerned, we should just be watching Gilmore Girls forever. <laughs> um, I may or may not be on my third watch through. <laughs> I just like that Bernadette has, has Ash from Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who is pretty great in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, He's um, from, like, my hometown. And, and I uh, love him. Fiona's pretty By the way, cool. Bruce Campbell, for those who don't know his name. <laughs> Bruce Campbell's pretty cool. I just call him Ash. Yeah. He well, I think most people would know him as Ash yes. before they know him as Bruce Campbell. I know that's why I just say Ash because <laughs> I, I think I actually I've never seen any of that because I know it's like now technically a series. It is. It's things. pretty good. Um, but I looked at the TV. I've never seen the originals. Um, oh, you And I good. still went, is that Ash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also has a great book that I have called Making Love the Bruce Campbell Way. Nice. <laughs> or How to Make Love Like Bruce Campbell, one of those things, and it's quite amusing. I'm interested in reading that. There's a, and he also, uh, fun fact, There's he grew up with Sam Raimi and his younger brother, Ted Raimi, which is why he's usually in the Sam Raimi films as nice. a cameo. That's like, a they babysat Ted Raimi. little piece of trivia there I know. for us. And they're all from basically next door to where I grew up. Nice. Um, also, Kevin Durant, uh, I just saw him in Vikings, because I'm usually about a season, season half behind on Vikings. Oh, okay. Um, he's also from Thunder Bay, and I love my Great Lakes people, Lake Superior people. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. it's like, that's a thing I should don't know. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it makes it's, sense now. It's like on the opposite side of Lake Superior from where I went to school. So is that technically... So he's Canadian. Yes, he's okay. from Ontario. So it's the other side of the border. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning. Um, and fun fact, uh, Talana um, in this episode is actually Simon Fraser University in Vancouver. Oh, right on. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> With that fun architecture and everything. That makes sense. So, episode? 
episode. Yep. Let's get in there. So we start uh, the episode with, I'm actually surprised you didn't want to gush about Gilmore Girls for about half an hour. I do, which is why I'm completely silent. Because okay. I'm okay. like, just going to keep my mouth gotcha. shut and get through the episode. We will, <laughs> one sentence is that uh, we enjoyed it and want more. Um, there is about 27 minutes um, of the series that I could have done without. And I went back and I looked about through it. 20 minutes of it is song and dance. Well, no, <laughs> I went through it. It's that 27 minutes. Is that seriously 27 yeah, minutes? Yeah, that entire thing. They took half an hour of that bullshit? Half an hour, more or less, was from the beginning of them uh, coming in to her outside smoking a cigarette having oh a conversation God, with Lorelai. That is painful. Yeah, so... I love Sutton Foster. I do, too. Just like the rest of us. Yeah. I was a huge fan of Bunheads. Um, I don't need that. Um, but that sequence could have been about three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been a three-minute sequence. Yikes. Use Sutton Foster for something else. Yeah. Okay. We all so know she's was, great on Broadway. But everything else was very good. Yes. And please more. I am very satisfied with all the things that have happened, and I want more of it. I was satisfied for everything except for the fact that it ended. That's true. That's a fair assessment. As far as I'm concerned, it didn't. As far as I'm concerned, they're coming back Sherlock style. That's what I've heard. So yeah. I think that'd be good. That's the rumor, and I'm Sticking I'm to praying to the uh, Paladino gods. <laughs> Please make more. So we start with on the Stargate front. We start with two gold motherships <laughs> orbiting a planet. Yes. Uh, shots from the planet take out the larger ships, uh, but there's a glider that's been avoiding shots for a while uh, that gets hit. And, like, this is, like, pretty good space battle yeah. effects. space battle, and not crab battle. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, it gets, um, the effects get better as the seasons go on. Well, we did like, hit the 2000, we did hit the new millennium. Yeah. Y2K did not kill us. No. It's and, time. And it's, like, looking back and I was like, oh, these effects aren't really that good compared to, and I was like, no, but these effects actually are really good for this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting to go back to anything that old and be like, oh, Gosh, I yeah. guess that does look good for what that was. Exactly. <laughs> um, but there is a glider that uh, that heads down to the planet, and it has a, let's just say, less than smooth landing. Yeah. And inside it's Scara <laughs> begging for help and credits. Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. And I, I wrote Sharae's little bro, because <laughs> I could not remember yeah. his name. Can I also just say how amazing his dreads are? Yeah, they're pretty awesome. They're like, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> they're, well, they're perfectly placed. It's like... I know they're probably not real, but, but I want to hope that they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love the gold pieces in there. Yeah, and they're they're in there it's in like stunning. the best. But yeah. So back at the SGC, the gate is active. The iris is closed, and since they haven't gotten a GDO signal, uh, and there's no outstanding units, they're like, let's not open the iris. Yeah. Um, but then it starts going a bit wobbly. And a cat appears. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. And I just, for a second, I thought, are we in Men in Black? What's happening? <laughs> is, or is, is it the, aliens? Are we in aliens? <laughs> is, is the galaxy on Orion's belt? Yeah. <laughs> Something inter- There was. There's too many cat references <laughs> inside my movies, is what I realized. Because then I thought, no, this is the cat from Alien. Is there? <laughs> I wonder. Like, I'm making connection. I know the casting because it's Sam Schrodinger. It's yeah. like... Are there so many cat references in science fiction because of the Schrodinger's cat joke? I don't know. Well, here's my thought, is that these 
sci-fi references and these sci-fi movies are all actually being written by these cats from a different planet. Because cats are assholes. And they're cameoing. Like, cats are assholes. But they're, like, survivalist assholes. Cats are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love a good furry cat. I'm completely allergic. I can't be near <laughs> them for more than a couple minutes before I can stop breathing. Um, I like so selective I like them cats. from a distance. <laughs> I like selective cats. Yeah. I, I've heard stories of cats that are not assholes. Yes. But I hear more stories of cats that are, as the, a person who cannot have any firsthand experience. The one that, um, so we had, we moved into a college house and they uh-huh. left their cat behind and I, cat was a bitch, like a bitch cat. <laughs> um, and then it was starting getting fat and some people thought it was because it was eating, you know, baby rabbits on right. our porch oh, gosh. As a, and eating. And I was like, no, the stomach's moving. It's oh, a female. My. And there was kittens in oh, our housemates. Oh, it was a bitchy yeah. mama cat. It was a bitchy mama Well, no, no, no. It, it was just a bitchy cat. Okay. Happened to be a mama cat. Okay. Also just bitchy. <laughs> um, and so two of the cats ended up staying with us. Nice. And it was Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers, because it was one dark cat and then three white cats. Awesome. Uh, and so Darth Joe Vader was the name <laughs> of the cat. And uh, I love this cat. We we're pretty sure it was part Mancoon, because it was like this giant freak. Like, I look at a picture of a Mancoon, and I was like, yeah, it's a Mancoon cat. Okay. The sweetest... Like, laziest, most amazing <laughs> cat that, like, I've ever seen. If I could have a cat exactly like that, I totally would have. Yeah. I've tried to have cats, cats, cats before. Cool. And uh, there's a theory that if you, uh, it's wrong, by the way, <laughs> that if you're allergic to cats, but you get a kitten that your body adjusts to that's the dander, that's not truth. Because uh, I did hold a baby kitten and go, oh, this is fun. And the minute I removed him from myself... <laughs> I was covered in hives. And I was like, I'm going to go home now because I can't breathe anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, all of my stories cat-related are, uh, are second-hand experiences. <laughs> but I love a good... Uh, you just have to get that cat without hair on it. I got, no. <laughs> no, thank you. I will stick with my puppy. And puppy. more puppies. Besides, uh, Kaylee's probably have cat anyway. There you go. That makes she sense. She curls up in the back of the couch Done. and bats at my balls of yarn. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. By the way, this cat, Schrodinger, gives no shits as to, like, oh, I once owned you, human. Yeah. I recognize you, but same yeah. out of the cat. The cat doesn't Where's stand. my food? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and uh, so the Talon can walk through walls, remember? That part where the cats, the, 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 the Talon can walk, and they didn't want to share yeah. that technology. <laughs> so next comes Nareem through the gate. Yeah. Uh, he used Schrodinger as a Sagan's box, box like, that they're having out, because they yeah, don't have a yeah. GDO. And uh, there's Schrodinger and Sagan in the same sentence, and uh, my nerd, my science nerd, side <laughs> giggles a bunch. Um, but Hammond's like, the Tolan are welcome here. You're cool. Yeah. We should probably give you something besides a cat to throw Well, I the feel game. like Jack's immediately prickly, because he's like, I remember them. They didn't want to share anything. Yeah. They're not my friends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have to be cool with them, but they're not my friends. Also, Sam and Reem have a moment. Because <laughs> remember that time where Sam and Reem had a moment? Yeah. And they shared that custom that's the called kissing? S- the sexual tension between those two <laughs> is actually almost non-existent. It's like non-existent <laughs> yeah. It's like actually not very much. Um, I feel like for a minute, Sam... 
cared and it's like it's kind of like when you see a guy that you had a crush on yeah and then you see him again later and you're like oh my oh. god i'm not interested at all anymore <laughs> how did i have a crush what on happened <laughs> it's like did i change did you change something has changed and this yeah. is no longer a thing for me no. so she's um, like hi awkward 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> but nareem is here to send a message uh that jack and his team have been requested for triad and jack feels like he's being served <laughs> because he yeah is you've been served is he's he's being I served. i love my pineapple express uh <laughs> seth rogan i think that's when it's from yeah because that's all he does he serves people yeah yeah <laughs> Done. so triad is the tollen trial even the dreams like i've never heard of a trial it's like shush fine um, yeah <laughs> and this one has to do with an abedonia named scara which gets strong reaction from both jack and daniel that's fair so the tollen have a new homeworld of tollana <laughs> I love how creative, creative yeah. people get with naming their planets. Yeah, well, you know, they're so busy making technology that they won't share. And see, and we, <laughs> instead of naming we're humans, and we didn't name our planet Humana, we just named an insurance agency. ER. Yeah. <laughs> we named our planet ER. ER. <laughs> we are ERthlings. Um, so, but they, you know, the Tol- the Tol- Tolans that we found, just mm-hmm. a small subset of the Tolans, gotcha. were sent to the Nox, and between the Nox and the Tolan, they were able to figure out a way to get to the planet, the head yeah. of the Stargate, because they're way smarter than we are. So they've basically started a Mean Girls Club, yes. and we're not included. We're not. Uh, but we're not. they are going to use this for their advantage. And they keep trying <laughs> to make fetch happen. Yeah. It's just <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> so the next scene, we find out uh, that they were able to get there, because they basically built their own Stargate. Yeah. And Jack does point out that ours is bigger, though. Yeah. So. Well, he is American. Yeah, so. he is. America! Fuck you! Yeah. So they walk through the city center, and they head through a courthouse, and they get hit by a white scanner light that disables their weapons, which makes Jack super happy. Yeah, hey, that's not a thing I like to do. Uh, Nareem thought that warning them was irrelevant. Relevant. Irrelevant. You know, as much as I think sometimes that, that Jack was a bard, and uh, based on our D&D resolution... The more I see him lately, he's kind of a barbarian. <laughs> I hit this now. Yeah. <laughs> Give me but weapon. Teal thinks things out more than Jack yes. does all yeah. the time. Yes, definitely. Um, but Jack points out that you know they don't go to other planets without being able to defend themselves. And Nareem's like, well, who do you intend to defend yourself against? Because we're not a threat. Right. And even Teal points out that he's not worried about it. Yeah. Like, I'm fine here. And Sam points out that their weapons wouldn't really have done much yeah. anyway. <laughs> We're basically second rate. Basically. Here. <laughs> and Jack would like to know if that's a money back if you're not completely alive, guarantee. <laughs> yes. If I die, I want all my money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they head into the courtroom and they get... Bury me in a gold shrine. <laughs> <laughs> and I start... Bury me in a sarcophagus. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> done. Done. So they into the courtroom and they're greeted by High Chancellor Travell. Mm-hmm. And we learn that the Seeker is a defendant and the Archon is his attorney. Basically. And I'm just waiting for all of them to play Quidditch. Oh, but the, <laughs> the AKA of this is basically Law and Order, the Stargate edition. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't That's do an exactly AKA. Right. Yeah. We're waiting for dun dun. A few good gold. <laughs> that works too. Actually, I would say we, we have the Seeker and the Archon. Ching, ching. And there's yeah. also beaters and chasers and keepers. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Mine. Yeah. I had to actually have that in my notes. Nice. Uh, but yeah, this is basically Law and Order Tolan edition. <laughs> I like that. Law and Order Tolana. Yeah. Um, 
But they're taken to see Skara, and there's a little cool, like, force fieldy deal at the door, and we see the cool little banners. We see the banners at everyone's waiting room, because it's basically one set, so they had to put something there sure. to differentiate between yeah. the different sets. Um, you know, you accessorize. Exactly. You make it's... one outfit many. <laughs> <laughs> you just flip the flag yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so you turn it over, and then you turn it inside out, and yeah. then front and back inside out, Whole just like underwear. Yep. <laughs> you get so many wares out of one pair. Uh, and since both Seekers have the same body, um, and, like, they have a cool little, like, the, 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 but the flag for here is both the Apophis symbol and the Earth symbol, because right. it's both Scar and yep. Chlorel. That's right. It's the um, first time we see the Earth symbol big like that, other than on the Stargate. Is besides on the SGC. It's, yeah. on the, it's on the Stargate, but they have it in the SGC, too. Okay, that's um, fair. And it's on their mission patches. Okay, fine. It's fine. not the first time. Okay, it's the first fine. time I notice it outside of <laughs> our usual. Okay. <laughs> um, and But it's not Scar at the moment. Uh, it's Chlorel seeking revenge. Uh, and the little light on his chest turns blue and it's Scar again. So he has this little, like, the Talon have a slick little device that allows both the ghoul and the host to speak at their own yeah. will. So red is Chlorel, blue is Scar. I love that. It's, it's red almost is more bad like, and blue is good. That's right. It's almost more like it's not their own. They, they don't get to choose. Like, it doesn't seem like um, um, Shari's little brother, like, Scar's got any control. But we know when he's not speaking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, and Scar is super excited to see Jack. And Jack's a little wary about yeah. it. Uh, and Scar can't wait until he's free of the demon. Every day he fights him and he listens and he learns. Um, I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. Like, he's just Poor so sweet. Poor kid. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's like, well, Jack is strong and Daniel is wise. And he chooses both as his archon. There you go. That might not be the smartest idea in the world. You know, it's... Uh... <laughs> Sam might be smarter than both, well, but it's an interesting matchup. But, but in this world, yeah, Daniel's going to be smarter than Sam in this world. That's fair. Like, but you know what it's like watching Jack and and Daniel get thrown together. It's like it's like getting put into show. a group project, oh. and you're like, oh fuck, I have to work with this person. And then the presentation ends up being not so bad yeah. because they're so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, all right, this wasn't the worst thing it's in the world. It's also just the fun Jack and Daniel buddy film. Yeah, that's true. Because they're so like... <laughs> I feel really. like, can we get like an on-the-town version with Jack and Daniel and Teal? Um, like, you know, but make it the old, what, like 40s or yeah. 50s movie it's of on-the-town. Yeah, 50s. Like, I yeah, love on-the-town. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. I love on-the-town. Can we do that? Mostly because I want to see them all in white Either pants. that or Anchors Away because it's kind of the same film. Very similar. Very similar stuff. You're absolutely right. Um, I own both of them, by nice. the way. Uh, I love my classic movie. Um, so, Chlorel was running from Heraur and he knew the Tolans would stop him mm -hmm. and the Tolans like, look, we warned you. You came anyway, so we yep. destroyed him. Um, and Heraur isn't dead. It's just a couple of his motherships. Mm -hmm. um, and Jack is taking it back and how they just nonchalantly took out some ghouled motherships. Yeah, remember that time it took us two episodes to yeah. take one out? You guys just like... Like you're shooting duck. Yeah. <laughs> there is like, well, we're not duck a warring hunting. people, but we have defensive tech that's far more advanced yeah. than the gold. It's Jack's like, good, it's thanks just, for sharing. Yeah, just this interesting proof of like, listen, just because we don't use it doesn't mean we can't. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, but when the Death Glider, Death Glider crashed, mm -hmm. Skara asked them to get rid of the Gould, uh, and the Gould refused, so now under law, they have to hear both arguments. <laughs> and Jack wants to know who Chlorel's Archon is. 
so in the courtroom, Travel welcomes Lord Zip Zip. Zip, I seriously heard them say this a thousand times. We're just going to call him Zippy. Lord Zippy. Lord Zippy. Um, I literally just finished watching this episode and I still blanked <laughs> how you pronounce it. Zipkana. Zip, Zipkana. Zippy. <laughs> I like Zippy, but I also like listening to you. Just so, so I'm not going to help it out. Listening to me butcher other cultures. Zipakna? Zipakna. No. That's it. It's Zipakna. <laughs> which it makes sense that you can figure it out because it's from Mayan culture. Um... <laughs> And so immediately him and Chlorelle go to speak to Rowan in private. And here's the thing, like, can Chlorelle and Scar hear each other's arguments when they're not in control? Because isn't that just, like, killing the whole I am secretly meeting with my client That's part? true, yeah. Like, Scar just now knows all of Chlorelle's... There's no secret meetings. No, there's yeah. no secret meetings. Yeah, so it's like, okay, you guys meet in secret first, and then we'll meet in secret yeah, second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that solves that. <laughs> Um, Jack wants to know, you know, when they were invited and did you disarm them too? It's like, shouldn't there be a warning that there's a freaking gould here? Yeah. And Javel points out that, you know, they're just as unarmed as you are. And Jack yeah. does not buy right. it at all. Well, yeah, it, I mean, it's just, it's really about, this entire episode's about perspectives. It's it like, is. in Jack's eyes, it's like, they're a threat. They're an, a yeah. big, big, giant threat. Uh, but the, the, the people here are just like, no, you guys are both equally yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, they also have, you know, the third part is a friend capable of remaining neutral. It's Laia from the Nuts. Yay! Looking as stoned as ever. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some good shrooms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Lord Zippy is, uh, actually from Mayan culture. Oh. He's, a uh, like, not main people. Like, there's, like, a thousand like oh, yeah. deities and, and mythological creatures from the culture you could have hit to before you hit to Nice. <laughs> um, but he's the lord of, or he's the son of uh, a bird demon. Okay. Try that, nerd. Wukubkakwix? Sure. The bird demon. I don't know that I said that right, but we're going to go And with there's that. a second one. Uh, Chimalamat. Yep. And he's a giant. And then the brother is, that's the last one. Kabrakan. Yep. That seemed the easiest. He's a god of mountains and earthquakes. Oh. So I he's dig it. the son of a bird demon and a giant. He is a giant. It's a giant bird demon, god of mountains and earthquakes. Yes. And he's supposedly <laughs> extremely fuck. arrogant and violent. So that well, that, that makes part, sense. Right? <laughs> earthquakes, mountains, demons, so giants. There is there is a story on the wiki page that I loved. And okay. I loved it because of the last bit. Like, I didn't see a ton of history on this guy, but okay. they had this one story, and I saw it on the wiki page. I saw it on another page. Um, so there's a book called the Popol Vuh? Popol Vuh? Popol Vuh. Sure, that one. Popol Vuh. Uh, and apparently it is a collection of, like, mytho-historical narratives, and it's, like, from Guatemala. Oh. And it's significant because there's not, as you can imagine, a not of, like, ancient written historical text on a ton of Mesoamerican mythologies. No kidding, yeah. Um, there really isn't. Yeah, so this was actually written after the fact. So it starts with uh, the creation story and works its way through all these different, you know, mm. mythos and stuff like that. And it was collected into writing by a Dominican priest around the turn of the 18th century named Francisco Z- Z- Zemenez. Jimenez. Jimenez. Cool. Yeah. Um, Although, like, fun times, there's apparently very little organization 
or punctuation or capitalization, and the editors just have a grand time with this. That's awesome, yeah, yeah. because there's so many things that punctuation will change the meaning Exactly. <laughs> um, so he apparently, um, like, collected, there was, a, at the turn of the 18th century, he was finding ancient text from, from locals, and he was, like, transposing these to try to keep the history written down. Nice. And, of course, he added, like, some... Some Christian overtones right. since the beginning right. of it because he's you know a Dominican he's priest. A person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a Dominican priest with because a viewpoint. He's a person, exactly. So he cannot be. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, anyways, there's a story in it that goes: Zippy is sitting on the beach, soaking up some of the rays. Okay, and he's disturbed by the 400 boys trying to build a hut, which apparently the 400 boys are patron saints of alcohol, which is. Awesome. So it's basically just like the alcohol crew. Yeah, they're nice. the alcohol crew. They're a, it's they're a like bunch a big of bros. Frat. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a frat of bros. So he's being annoyed by a frat, like a frat of bros. Yeah. Oh wow, he's yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Riddle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, mad at the popular kids. Yes. Got it. Okay. So uh, they knocked over this tree and they couldn't carry it on his own. Okay. So Zippy showed off and carried it for them to a be nice, but mostly just to like mock them and right. feel superior. Gotcha. Like, hey, I can move this thing without. You know me. who he is? He's like the kid who wears all black and uh, grabs. Grandma's boy. <laughs> That's as if he is. Okay, I'm done. So the boys figured, well, one person shouldn't be that strong, and they decided to kill him. That's fair. So <laughs> they told him to dig a hole for the post, and basically once he gets down to the bottom of digging this hole, they're just going to throw the pole in and kill him. Wow. Uh-huh. Zippy figured out what they're trying to do and dug like a little cubby into okay. the side of the hole. So when they threw the pole in, he cried out in pain and hid in this cubby. Right. So three days later, the 400 boys are having a grand old celebration. Since they finished the hut, they killed off Zippy and they're getting drunk and partying. Yeah. They're playing cornhole. Beer yeah, pong, the exactly. Whole deal. Yeah. Got so it. he popped out of the hole after the boys had passed out. He took out the pole, collapsed the hut, killing everyone. <laughs> killing all the boys. This is an interesting way to approach bullying. Like, <laughs> this is why we don't bully kids. And then also, there is uh, another version where after their death, they went. Um, the other, the, the other story is he popped out of the hole with so much force that he shot the boys into the sky. Oh, okay. So either way, the, either they were shot into the sky or they went into the sky in, in, after they were died, and they became the Pleiades. Which, I love the story because the Pleiades is one of my favorite constellations. Oh, I didn't even know what that was. I was like, what's the Pleiades? The Pleiades is, it's a cluster of stars. And what's really cool about it is, is unlike basically every other constellation, these stars are actually in the same area to one another. Got it, got it. And it's a little faint patch of stars. Like, it's, I mean, it's maybe half the size of the moon in size. And it looks like, or maybe the full moon size, but it looks like a little tiny dipper. Oh, okay. Um, they're also known as the Seven Sisters. Got it. Um, and they they were super important in navigation, um, especially in like the winter sky. Um, and uh, so yeah, it's I just that's kind of cool. They're yeah. my second favorite constellation, <laughs> so I thought it was cool that it was a. So what's your first favorite? Delphi. I don't know anything it's except the Del- Big Dipper, but it's a dolphin. Oh, of nice. course, it's going to be my favorite. That, that works. Yeah, I think I know how to find Orion's belt. Well, that one's, yeah. And uh, the giant dipper. Can I tell you that dipper? when I, uh, we went, we were on a cruise uh-huh. and uh, we were in the Southern Caribbean and okay. we went down to like Aruba. And I remember, because staring at the night sky on a cruise ship is one of my favorite things. Sure. It's so dark. And I remember seeing the Southern Cross for the first time. Oh. And like, 
because it's like a thing of built up, like I almost teared up. That's awesome. Seeing the Southern Cross for the first time. Right on. It was like this thing that I've heard like, because uh, you know, I was super interested in astronomy and a super sure. into constellations yeah. and mythology behind him and all this kind of stuff. So I saw the Southern Cross and I was like, <gasps> I just remember Ryan's belt from Muppet Babies. And I remember Fozzie makes a bad joke about it's a good thing that none of the stars will go out or else Ryan's pants will fall. <laughs> Waka waka! <laughs> and that's what I've got. Wow. <laughs> I remember, um, I haven't, I didn't grow up in places that had super low light pollution, so uh-huh. I pretty much saw your major constellations. Nice. And we were out in, um, in the desert in California, and we were like, Besides the time change, we were going to be like 3 a.m. to watch the, the stars <laughs> yeah. and sunrise. And I remember looking up and I was like, what are the all the... Oh, I had never seen like the bow, like Orion's bow <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah. And I was like, there's an actual bow he's holding. There's like, other I, things there. I've always seen like the top one and maybe the bottom when you just put the arc in, in your brain. So what you're saying is those those California skies were wasted on me in my youth. Yes. <laughs> Where are you aiming? Because I lived in a farmland and yeah. then desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those those stars are wasted on you because there's some uh, kick-ass <laughs> stargazing going on there. Nice. Um, That's appropriate. We may or may not have been spiking our coffee at three in the morning. And as nothing well. happened. Nope. <laughs> so in Stargate World, yes, um, they walk back uh, to to their little break room, and mm-hmm. Jack thinks that this is going to be a piece of cake, a walk in the park, a day at the beach, and Daniel's like, "Whoa, accident, waiting for a place to happen." Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Jack is like, "Well, but Lia's fair. She's insightful. She'll vote away, and she likes us." Yeah. And Daniel's like, Laya likes everyone. Yeah, you are not special. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Teal points it's out. It's like the guy that thinks there's a girl that's flirting with him because he's also yeah. he's like, the stripper flirts with you because you give her more money that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, but yeah basically... Jack doesn't seem to know what he's walking into. Exactly. Yeah. And Tilk points out that, you know, look, when we were there, they saved Apophis instead of when we were trying to kill him. Like, yeah. it doesn't yep. mean much. Yeah. Um, and according to Tilk, uh, Zippy is one of Apophis, well, one what of was words, was one of Apophis's most loyal underlords. And Jack doesn't, you know, believe they just came to talk Chlorelle out of this yes. situation. Um, so Nareem comes in and announces that they're ready for Jack and Daniel. And mm-hmm. Jack tells Sam and Teal to keep an eye on Zippy's kids. And the Jaffa escorts mm-hmm. uh, are Zippy's kids. Um, I love how they came in here and they're waiting for like two minutes before they have to leave again. Right. Yeah. They're like, uh, we're done. Yeah. yeah. Just come over here and hang out for a second. And then, okay, <laughs> now hang out over here for a second. Yeah. There's really no organization here. There's, no- There's nobody's in charge. So Travelle starts the trial. She is in charge. But she starts the trial, and they have to establish the right of priority over the body to whom does it belong. And right off the bat, Jack is like, it's the one to whom it was born. And Zippy just raising it respectively in, like, his best politician tone is like, respectfully, the human contingent needs to follow the rules. That's fair. Uh, Zippy gets to go first. Listen, this is not a presidential debate. (laughs) Everybody takes turns. We follow the rules. Exactly. We respect them. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> so Zippy's claim was that until three years ago, the Abdonians lived under Gould law. And by that law, they were Gould property. Uh, and Jack has another outburst. And he's like, dude, wait your turn. Yeah. Sit. 
Jack is very lucky that they're this tolerant. <laughs> yeah. Because I would have been like, well, you're done. You can't follow rules. Exactly. Get out of here. Yeah. So Scar gets to talk now. Uh, he's a little woozy. He's a woozy in a lot of this episode. Yeah. Um, but he said that, you know, this is his body. He was born into it, and Chloral merely stole it. Sure. He goes, on Abydos, he would have married, had children, grown old, and died. And the ghoul didn't just take his body. They stole his entire life. And it's extremely convincing. And he has this whole heart thing going on where Chlorel only has arrogance and bitch. Yeah. No one's... Th- yeah. Uh, Scara's best advocate is Scara. Exactly. <laughs> like, Scara, you should have just re- represented yourself, dude. Because <laughs> exactly. you're kicking ass here. I know. Yeah, he makes t- better convincing arguments than yeah. both, like Daniel is wordy and like yeah. Jack is Jack snarky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like 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 Scar well, has the heart going in here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the best really the best approach you can take is just be like, I am a person with a value and meaning and yeah. you're taking something that's not your stake. Although too I will say, while I'm clearly not on Zippy's side, like mm-hmm. Zippy, if you're trying to argue for the half of the gold, starts making some, on his viewpoint, logistical, like, arguments. They're abso- he's absolutely on the right track here. Yes. It's just, he has, as they point out, there's like a giant, you have to make this giant assumption which no one can make in order for all that logic right. to fall in place. Yeah, right. Um, so it's now the human's turn. Daniel takes over, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he points out that the Abedonians didn't think they were slaves, and they knew Ra to only be an evil god. Mm-hmm. Outside, Sam and Teal'c are super into studying this Tolan art and sculpture. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's then, what you do. And then follow the Jaffa as they pass. <laughs> uh, back in the trial, uh, mm-hmm. Zippy is trying to trick Skara into showing that he acknowledges that animals are of lesser value than humans. And Skara says, but they worship and they care for their animals and they thank them for their gifts. Mm-hmm. He goes, but you still keep them and kill them to survive. And he goes, well, when we have the need, yes. Sure. And he goes, so the, the ghoul did the same thing with humans. If humans can take an animal's body because he's a superior being, so the ghoul can take humans. And by that argument, the ghoul has priority. Mm. And like, if you can make the assumption that the ghouls are superior to humans, that's actually decent logic. Yeah. You just can't make that. There's no you, way you can make that assumption. No, because the it becomes a cyclical argument. Yeah. It's like, well, we're better because we have all this stuff, but we have all this stuff because we stole it. Yeah. But we stole it because we're better. Yeah. But we're better because we stole it. Exactly. So you're, there's no argument no. at the end of the day. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, and yeah, you betcha Jack wants to respond. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, to, to Zippy, who sneers, mm-hmm. uh, Jack's like, your argument is flawed because humans are self-aware and animals aren't. Mm. That's also a flawed comeback. That's actually not really <laughs> real good, but that's a, you know, you make you know contact. What? It's a Jack argument, though. Yeah. yeah, you know what it is? It's you're, you're gone off there, you're swinging the bat, you're hitting yeah. some foul balls, but hell, you're still in this. And Zippy rebuts that he's, it's only because you deem them not to right. be self-aware, just as the ghoul deem humans not to be. True. And then Daniel pipes in with an articulate argument. Yeah, yeah. why don't I put some actual facts together for you? Um, yeah. And then Zippy claims that the ghoul are more advanced than humans never respect more intelligent better technology more knowledge of the universe and jack's like because you stole it all right 
And uh, Jack, again, being the calmer, more well-worded part of the duo, yeah. <laughs> says that just like humans, the ghoul, or, you know, it's just like they took the humans, the ghoul take their technology. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you're more advanced or intelligent, it's just that you're more parasitic. Right. And he goes, that's the central part of the issue at hand. The ghoul steal everything they have, including Skara's body. Mm-hmm. So Jack goes to Skara. He goes, he once told Jack that he'd rather die than live another day as a ghoul. Why? Skara says it's because he suffers every day worse than death. He remembers stretching out his hand to kill Daniel, his brother-in-law, mm. and many, many other worst atrocities. And Zippy claims that this is Again, topic. Skara, kicking butt here. Exactly. You're doing the best thing in the world, buddy. And uh, Zippy claims this is off topic because, you know, the host witnesses nothing. Nothing of the host survives. And I'm like, how can uh, you even pretend to make that claim right now? You are you're grasping. You're clearly talking to the host. For so many straws. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're slowly losing ground. Uh, that's like that's like literally just walking. You think there's an invisible bridge under you, and then you just walk off a cliff. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it's not real. It's almost it's like you tank your entire argument right there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. There's just this absurd absurdness to yeah. what he's saying. It's like we're literally talking to the guy that you say isn't here. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, nope, it's not there. Not there. I don't see him. So Sam and Teal'c are out spying on the Jaffa still, and they see <laughs> that they are now around one of the Tolan ion cannons, and mm-hmm. that's, you know, a bad place for them to be. Yeah, don't uh, do that. And they can't really tell what they're doing, and they keep following them. <laughs> Back in the courtroom, Daniel's like, if the host isn't there, and you, but we're talking to him, but you say none of the host survives. So how is this host surviving? What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Um, and, and Zippy's like, well, what you call Skara is just a remnant. He can only speak because of the Tolan technology. No. And Daniel's like, that doesn't even make sense, bro. And yeah. even Laya's like, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved for her to actually say that's bullshit. I know. <laughs> for her to just sit there and go, bullshit. And then we look over and she's holding like a martini. Yeah. <laughs> With their arms crossed, and she's like, give me more of this bullshit. This is entertaining. I know the exact scene you're thinking of in Gilmore Girls right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing that happened, Emily Gilmore. Rock on, lady. I love Emily Gilmore. (laughs) Um, So it's break time from the trial, and Jack and Daniel come back to the Earth room, the E-Earth room. E-Earth. And Sam and Teal fill them in with what they saw. They followed them to six cannons. They couldn't really tell what they were doing, but they think they're disabling them and they've come to the realization that Zippy's just stalling so they can wipe out the Talon. Mm-hmm. So Sam meets, meets Nareem outside. Nareem is pleased that they can have some time alone together and yeah. Sam's like down boy. Yeah. She's like remember that time I lost no. interest? Yeah. <laughs> He's like look a lot's happened since we last saw each other. <laughs> yeah. That's not good and, for you. And tells him about Jolinar and how she can't have a relationship with anyone until she's absolutely sure whose feelings you're feeling and I was like that you were just letting him down nicely. Yeah. Because Joel and I never met Nareem. Yeah. Hey, Sam, <laughs> just be honest. Like, Don't none of those feelings would be Joel It's not nice to drag someone along that way. Yeah. Because you're giving him false hopes. Yeah, because none of Sam, that. be better than this. No, no. Yeah. And Sam I, say, I'm not interested. The other thing is, 
I'm sure there's also some regs in place that you can't have a relationship with an alien. Yeah, sure. Just because Daniel and Jack break that rule every episode. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't well, mean you have to. That's, she doesn't. And the thing is, if she wanted to, she can. She can. And if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. Well, it's, but Sam, just be honest and be like, I'm not interested. You know what? She can use that rule as, like, the blame, though. Like, okay, yeah. so full credit to my to my parents for this. Uh, they let me use them as an excuse whenever I needed to in high school. <laughs> whenever there's a situation, everyone's going to do something, and I didn't really want to follow the crowd, but I didn't sure. want to. I could just say, my parents didn't let me. Yeah. Or my parents said no. Right. I could use... So Sam could do the same things. My regs say I can't date you. But now the problem here, though, then you, you've, you've turned it into this thing where you create a false hope. Well... Yeah, and I'm, it's just, I'm like, she's, that's what she should be doing here, or yeah. just say, uh, no. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. We kissed, and it really wasn't that good of a yeah, kiss. Yeah, you kind of use a lot of slobber, so <laughs> I'm not in anymore. Thanks. I like you as a person, and you maybe be friends, maybe not. I'm really glad you didn't kill Schrodinger. Yeah. Can I have, can I keep the cat now? Because I kind of regret giving the cat yeah. to you. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> you like that. That's it. <laughs> the cat told me that the cat's not really into you, so yeah. I can't be into you. <laughs> she just sent him a text that says, hashtag friendzoned. <laughs> and we're done. So I guess, is Nareem his Pete again to go to Gilmore Girls? Yeah. <laughs> was it Pete? Paul? Paul. It was Paul. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely just there for He's the way He's He's Marty. He's Marty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if you haven't seen Gilmore Girls, you're not getting half I'm the references. So sorry, guys. And we really apologize if the entire episode is filtered with Gilmore Girls references. Questions? Email Grace. <laughs> I can... I should... No, I'll stop. <laughs> Those are spoilers I'll let Grace read if you have Gilmore Girls spoilers. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Sam is like, I actually called you here to warn you about what we saw that Jaffa doing mm-hmm. and our theory of what's going on. And yeah. Reem just like... Why would you follow them? I thought you were more diplomatic than that. And Sam's like, Bitch, seriously? Please. Yeah. Seriously? That's what you're worried about right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Nereem's basically super arrogant and assumes that they could never tap her with the weapons. Yeah. I love that part about it. It's like, oh my God, so self-confident. Yeah. All of the Talon are like, yeah, just their noses in the air. Yeah. We're so much better than everyone that we can never be taken down. Remember the British in the 1700s? That's kind of what they did. Um, anyway. And then, but they humor SG-1 to investigate one of the iron cannons. And of course, Travel asked, like, asked Zippy. Mm-hmm. And of course, they denied it and were completely offended well, at the sure. accusation. Yeah. And their experts can't find any form of tampering. They rolled a nice little D20 for uh, bluff check. <laughs> Natural 20 and for bluff. Uh, and Sam's like, well, probably they were painting them. Mm-hmm. And Travel's like, well, I don't see any paints or markers. And Sam's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and Travel's like super arrogant that if any of the cannons were attacked, the rest would just locate the attacker and destroy it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and taking them all at the same time is impossible. If, if it was, Hyrule would have you know, done it. And right. Blah, blah, blah. And Sam's like, well... They probably didn't have anyone on the ground targeting the weapons in advance. And Javel's like, nope, it's still impossible. It can't happen. Yeah. It takes just one to protect the planet and their technology is superior in every way. We're the best. You suck. The end. And if you continue to investigate this matter, you're going to disqualify from Triad. Yeah. Which, one ion cannon defending this planet is bullshit. Yeah. 
Well, and two, how can this one thing affect the other thing? They're not even related. Uh, that is neither here nor there. Yeah. It's you, if, if the gold ship only comes to the equator around the planet, you still need three <laughs> at 120 degrees from each other around the planet. Yeah. Or are you, you just, mathing at me? Are you can, yes, I am mathing okay. at you. Otherwise, you just hide on the other side of the planet. Yeah, there you go. From the ion weapon. Well, what if you just put it on some sort of thing that rotates around the planet? On a giant train? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It just goes in a big circle. It's still, by the time it gets to the other side of the planet, the planet's already destroyed. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, and then you need even more if the ship's going to be sitting at the North Pole. That's, you need, like, oh. more ion cannons. So, all the lies and all the arrogance. Yes. Lies and arrogance. Yes. Okay, so okay. outside, still outside, SG-1 is meeting up. It's the name of my new album. Lies and Arrogance. Lies That's and arrogance. actually a really good name for an album. <laughs> um, Jack tells them to stay away from Zippy and his gaggle of ghouls. And uh, Teal's like, look, they're going to attack. And Jack's like, we don't really have a choice. They said, you know, shut up or we're going to kick down a triad. Right. Um, and he's like, we can't risk Scar being represented by God knows who. Mm-hmm. And Teal's like, you know, regrettably, I have to disagree with you, dude, because... They fa- you face the loss of Skara mm-hmm. versus the death of, like, all the Talon right. and us. Right. And Daniel's like, well, they said they can defend themselves. We have to assume they can. They have really high-end technology. And mm-hmm. Teal'c's like, well, their lack of strategery is, like, their <laughs> fatal flaw. Yeah. Uh, and Teal'c wants, you know, him and Sam to continue to monitor them. And as Nareem comes up to, like, Triad's coming back... Jack's like, no, you have your orders, stand down. Right. So now everyone's telling Sam and Teal'c not to do anything. Yes. Like, on from all sides. How shitty is Which that? Which Teal'c ignores. Right. Immediately. Yep. And goes to Laia. And he's like, I don't want to influence you in the triad. It's yep. a different matter. He's here on a direct violation of Jack's orders. Mm-hmm. He believes the ghoul are planning on destroying all the weapons at once to attack in a defenseless world. Mm. He thinks that Laia and him are the only ones capable of preventing it. And Laya's like, well, you're a strong warrior, but I'm a Nox. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be putting yourself on my level. We defend ourselves through illusion and mastery of the mind. And Tilk's like, precisely. Right. He should have <laughs> said, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Why didn't he? Uh, because reason. We're, because if this was a season later, he would have. Okay. He's, they're not fully on the indeed train Get yet. Get on the indeeds. Uh, so back in the courtroom, Laya's late and apologizes. Mm-hmm. Zippy's like, look. I found a way out of all of this. The Tolan don't have a death penalty, so the trial is pointless. Mm. The gold need a host to survive, and if you give the body to Skara, then it's a death sentence for Corel. That's true. Easy peasy. Uh, you know, and as they proved earlier, the host survives. Mm-hmm. Skara wouldn't die. You know, you just proved a major point that, you know, the host is still in there. Yeah, he basically um, found a really good loophole to keep his client alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love how this entire trial, Daniel just has to reword Jack's words. Like, that's <laughs> what he meant to say is... Everything Jack says, Daniel's like, I mean, he means this. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, just all about the diplomacy Yeah, you know, they one. put forth that life as a slave is not a life at all. Mm-hmm. And Jack's like, the Tok'ra can take him and put him in all for another host for all he cares. Yep. Laya's like, would you volunteer? N- no. no, 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 thank you. No, I mean, someone but me. Yeah. Anyone but me. Um, and Dan is like, they probably can find someone to volunteer somewhere. That's fair. Um, <laughs> so this is where Nareen breaks in and points out the Gould mothership is approaching Talana. And Zippy's like, my vessel is just coming in Antissa. 
Patient. Sorry. <laughs> I had to. Of their victory. Um, and Travel is like, I don't give a shit while your ship is yeah. coming here. Uh, if it comes any closer, it's in violation of Talon space and the automatic defense will destroy it. Right. Like, I don't care why your ship yeah, is here. You're not supposed to do the thing, so then you die. And Sippy's like, fine, the ghoul rests their case, let's just vote. Mm-hmm. Everyone else agrees. So Chlorel and Skara come back. And Scar is clearly weak on his feet. Mm-hmm. Also, the guards' outfits. Did you <laughs> okay. notice? I'm trying to remember what those look like. Bad. <laughs> bad is what they look well, like. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, bad. Like, we haven't had shit, ep- shit costumes in a while. It's These been some time, yeah. bad costumes. <laughs> like, the rest of the Talon, okay, it's kind of, like, cool, futuristic, whatever. It's yeah, still, yeah, yeah. These are just bad. They're, I'm- like, black, skin-tight... <gasps> With, oh, like, the silvery yes. things on top. Oh, yes. And, like, they have frosted tips. It, it is the Chippendales version. It's I remember bad. now. Yeah, yeah. They're going to rip those <laughs> off and dance around it for Laia so and hope to convince her that way. <laughs> That's what's happening. Uh, it's just bad. Um, <laughs> it's, so, it's what happens after hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they vote, and Zippy and Daniel vote, as you assume they would. Mm-hmm. And Laia says that after careful consideration... Both have the right to live, but living as a host with no free will is not life. So she awards priority to the original owner of the body, Scara. Mm. And Clarell's eyes just are pissed. <laughs> Travel uh, says they are going to summon the Tok'ra to remove Clarell, and um, well, they will send him to the Gould world of his choice. Mm-hmm. And Travel locks the device to Scara. He has full control over his own body, and he is so happy and is almost in tears. And I can't even imagine like what nightmare scenario this is coming to an end for him. Yeah, that's true. It's prison. It's, it's prison. Like a like prison he's being in your set own free mind. from prison. Yeah, it's like coming out of a coma and And being aware that you're in this shitty coma. But it's also worse because he's literally watched him kill these people and torture these people. Yeah. Like, almost kill his brother-in-law. Like, Wow. Yeah. Um... So as Travel leaves, uh, Zippy takes a ball from under the table and speaks into it, which... I ask, where was he hiding that ball in that costume? Because <laughs> there's no place to hide that ball in that he was costume. Just on his butt. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and at some point, Sam and Teal'c made their way into the room, which I've completely missed them multiple times. Yeah, no, I feel like they were room. just like, ta-da! We're here now. We're part of this storyline. Basically. It's like the actors just walked into the scene and they're like, fuck it, go with it. Yeah, just, just go with going. it. Well, we just need him going. here because of Teal'c. Yeah. Um, because Teal'c takes Zippy out here and Jack just clocks someone across the <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah. Um, and then Teal'c just sleeper holds him. <laughs> like, down, like, shh, 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 sleep now. You're done. It's, Badass. <laughs> He's just, and you're down. Yeah, I feel like he just came in like Batman. Like, just complete stealth mode, and it's like, is this where I can kick ass now? Like, I think he and Jack had a secret signal the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Jack gave him the signal, and he's like, yes, take <laughs> this dude out. We're done. So everyone runs out. There's an alarm going off somewhere, and Jack tells Scar to wait here and trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he snarkily asks Nareem how that technology and security system is working out about now. <laughs> yeah. This is probably not the good, the best time to, like, rub and I told you so in but anyone's face. But it's also pretty satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> how about let's make sure everybody lives first? Yeah. yeah but sure. Yeah. Listen, he's not, they're still running. Yeah, that's, fair. that's fair. Um, 
Like, ion cannons. I like, guess it's like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die telling you I told you so. Exactly. <laughs> I told you we would die. And that is just something Jack would do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's ion hits or whatever coming down, hitting the planet, and Jack hates it when people waste his time. Also, where's Teal'c? He's missing. So the cannons He's busy getting, playing stealth mode again. <laughs> he is. He's playing stealth mode. Cannons are getting destroyed. Gliders are hitting buildings. Uh, and that's when they find Teal'c and Laia under a bridge. Nereen runs off to Warren Travell as if she's pretty sure she knows what's going on right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Zippy escaped through the Stargate. Uh, Teal'c informs Jack that he disregarded his orders and he got Lia's assistance and she transports them into the woods magically, mm-hmm. moving her hands. They just kind of beam. Ta-da, we're here. They disapparate into, <laughs> into <laughs> the, the woods. Nothing. Yeah. And she uncloaks a cannon. She takes the invisibility cloak off the cannon. <laughs> and, uh, I forgot about these guys. Yeah. I know. So Travell said that it only take one to destroy a mothership. Again, only if the mothership's in the right location, which happens to be this time. Yeah. Uh, and as the gliders approach it, it hasn't fired. So while everyone else takes cover, Teal goes up to the control panels and manually fires it. The gliders go down. He mm-hmm. re-aims it for the mothership, and we have this great shot where we follow, like, the missile ion yeah. thing. He turns into Luke Skywalker and takes yeah. everything down. Yeah, he uses yeah. the force. Yeah. And it, we follow <laughs> it through the atmosphere and destroy a ship and it's And then awesome. Jack goes, that's great, kid. Don't get cocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Jack is Han Solo. <laughs> um, and the team gathers in the clearing to watch the explosion in the sky. Yeah. Like it's exploding Death Star in the sky. <laughs> So then Travel scolds Teal'c for disregarding her orders, mm-hmm. and Teal'c compliments him, or Jack compliments him for doing the same. <laughs> yeah. And Travel is, you know, very glad that he's not one of her subjects, uh, since she would have to discipline him, and then goes and touches his chest and bows and thanks. Basically, he just wanted, he's like, she's, I've been wanting to touch your chest since you arrived this on this planet. This is my excuse for touching your chest. <laughs> Teal'c, you are so wrong in doing the things that you did. Why is your hand moving so? Don't ask questions. Don't ask me any questions. Um, also, also, Teal'c's jacket looks like it's falling off. <laughs> yeah, well. He was busy saving the world. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and Teal'c also is like, well, you can thank me, but Laia should probably get half the thanks. And <laughs> Travell doesn't go and think like Travell's like, way. I don't want to touch your boobs. <laughs> I want to touch Teal'c's boobs. Um, <laughs> Sam thought the Nogs were pacifists, mm-hmm. and Laia says they only hid the weapon. She did not fire it. And that's Sam true. and Laia acknowledge that's a very fine line she did not cross. That, well, it's true. Yes. Yeah. So Jack points out that they saved the planet, so the Solana probably indebted to them in some modest way. And yeah. Travell's like, yes. We're still not giving you any technology. Damn it. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> but you know what? I can't blame Jack for trying, because if there's no. any chance to try, exactly. that's when. That's the perfect time. Jack's never going to stop. Remember the time <laughs> that I should get a present now because I did a thing? Where's my yeah. present? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I only did this for the Benjamins. Yeah. And by Benjamins, I mean technology. Yeah. Give it to me. Because Benjamin <laughs> Franklin was an inventor and he of technology. technology. Do you, you get it? give me that now. Do you get it? Give me the technology. I should get something for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then Daniel enters and informs them that the Tok'ra are finished, and Skara runs in dressed as a Tok'ra and not as a Gould. And Yay. Jack is not wearing anymore. He's super happy and fully and completely embraces Skara, and Skara thanks everyone. I and feel the like that is not the end of that story. <laughs> Just a thought, guys. 
Just a little Which bit of an inkling. Of the, the end of Scar or the oh, end of Chlorelle? Oh, there's more to Scar. There's more, more to Scar? Chlorelle. Okay. I, I just don't think it's this easy. Well, here's the thing. Now, granted, Chlorelle did not die in Scara, but, I mean, if Sam and Jolinar have mm-hmm. this history. Connection. Yeah. But, anyways, next week, <laughs> next week is your go, guys. What's your go? I can't. Is it like Argo? Is Ben Affleck in it? Ben Affleck is not in it. Um, (laughs) There is a guest star in this who you will immediately know. Okay. Yurgo is in. So, in the top Stargate episodes, to me, there's the top episodes and then there's the top comedy episodes. Okay. Okay. Um, This is in the top five. Some people, it's their top comedic episode. Okay. It's my probably number four, if I'm going to go off the top of my Interesting. head. Interesting. It is one of the most loved episodes. Okay. Of Also, it is the introduction of Blue Jello. Oh. I know we've mentioned Blue Jello before. Yes. We have talked about Blue Jello being a thing. I'm ready for the Blue Jello. This is the introduction of Blue Jello. Done. Okay. So, um, what, a couple more words on the end of this episode. Yes, yes. I think Scar is going to help us find the boy. Okay. I don't think Scara is the boy. Well, Scara is a boy, but not the but boy. But he's not the boy. To be fair, I he's th- not really a boy anymore either. I think Scara is going to take... Scara has to come on this journey to find the boy. Okay. That's my first prediction. I mean, it is his nephew. Yeah. And uh, and the second prediction is that we're not done with Chlorelle. He's going to be... Scar's going to be stuck with Chlorelle flashbacks the way that Sam deals with Jolinar flashbacks. Okay. Only shittier. <laughs> yeah. Because he's shitty. Yes. Um, and, and so I think that's what we're dealing with. Um, find the boy. Find the boy. When do we find the boy? Do we find the boy in the Save blue the jello? Save live, the world. Does he live in the blue jello? <laughs> is, it like, is it like in Avatar, uh, the last airbender, where they find Aang in, in a giant ice thing, but it's blue jello? I would know that if I knew Avatar last Dang airbender. Dang it. Okay, fine. I don't know that one. All right, that's my thought. Okay. Let's have some blue jello. Blue jello! Um, I do really like this episode. Does this go in your top five? I think I think it does. Okay, because I figured, I knew going into this, this was going to be a great episode. Well, I love anything where you're stuck dealing with perspectives and you're trying to moral find moral conundrums and, yeah, I know. issues. And, and I'm not convinced that it, this is wrapped up this tightly. Okay. So I think that this might replace... I think... Foothold goes away. Foothold goes away. Okay, that was tied for your number four. Yeah. And I think that we tie this with learning curve because okay. it's the same amount of like moral conundrum. Moral conundrum. Yep. Moral conundrums. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, the moral conundrums. <laughs> That's my five One, piece. two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> it's my girl band, the moral conundrums. But definitely, definitely, that's where we are. I do love this episode, but man, there have been such strong episodes that I love in season three. Okay. And I feel like I haven't put anything in my top five in such a long time but this still doesn't make it into my top no, You're, it's next week going to my top five. Oh, gotcha okay good to know yeah um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been tough it's been a, a tough middle of the season yeah section in the in the in 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 the way that 
nothing's climbing to the top the way the, the season this is a lot beginning of the season is a lot stronger than the middle of I it. will tell you that I'm looking at the list right now next week is great the week after that you're going to love like we have some okay. good stuff coming here at the gotcha. end of the season so. gotcha and yeah and you know it's usually the way arcs work I imagine yeah as you get towards the end of the season the quality starts yeah, to yeah, rise yeah. up again so uh yeah so we will here it goes next week <laughs> yes join us for some blue jello Yes. Uh, maybe we'll have blue jello shots. Oh, Trust I like me. that. I was, well, you just, I was going to surprise you with blue jello shots. Damn it. And then you, you killed it. I never said anything, and it's me, I'll forget by then. <laughs> to because, be fair, yeah. Because it is finals week. To be fair, I may forget by next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Uh, you know where to find us for any uh, Stargate or Go More Girls <laughs> related topics yes. at Terra Podcast on Twitter. Yes, uh, you can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Or you can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com uh, you can rate and review us um, I think there's a Facebook message that I saw that said spoilers yes. so I stopped reading and I did uh, uh, and I it, we it, will address you later. I already responded oh sweet yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> dang it it was a it was it was talking about the next episode uh, and it was a very mildly spoiler just it was something to don't fun spoil, things it's the fun spoil. things to watch in the background yes that, okay um, is part of the reason why I love this episode dig it man Alrighty. we'll see you guys next week bye bye, bye.